All right. Thanks a lot for being here today, everybody. This is podcast number bullying prevention podcast number 13. Thanks for being here, Mr. Alden Moody. We appreciate you being here again for our podcast. Of course. Happy to be here. Yeah. Thanks for being here today, sir. Now, what we're going to cover today is going to be one of my favorite topics, which people don't cover a lot, is bullying adult to adult. So when you're you know, over 18, you graduated high school, how adult bullying happens. And what we'll talk about to start off with is uh, since you're in college about bullying between teachers at, a, at an adult level, you've got teachers that are professors and you guys in college and, and how that actually happens. How would bullying happen there? And the difference between bullying and p- teachers that are just not good teachers. So there's a few different levels going on there. When you have a teacher, especially a professor, there's an age difference. A lot of professors tend to be much older than their students. And they have this given authority, right? They've been given the title as teacher and they've been given authority over a classroom of students. They've been given uh, pretty much godlike powers to decide uh, who yeah. passes and who doesn't pass. So Generally, they have, and, we've met one requirement of bullying. They have an imbalance. I'm writing this down of power. So they do have that for sure. Right. A professor automatically has an imbalance of power between you and them. Oh, yes. The moment you walk in, heck, they could be younger than you. You could have you could be going back to college at 56 and you could have a 30 year old professor. And already that title already makes them up here compared to you. You're like a little scrub compared to this person. Exactly. They determine your grades, right? So oh, it doesn't yeah. matter if you're they, older than them. Sure. They control the social power and the actual physical control over you in mm-hmm. a way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's that. And then there is, you know, if we're talking about bullying between a teacher and a student, there's a variety of ways that that could be done. It could be kind of humiliation, right? So if I'm a teacher and let's say you ask me, a question it could be legitimate or it could be kind of a dumb question and a teacher could go we just went over that right you're not listening we're not writing anything down and this could be i mean even from the teacher's point of view this could be like a legitimate like you could just have this frustration you're not necessarily trying to attack this student but maybe you did cover it. Maybe you think that this is the correct, uh, this is how you're going to teach the student how to do it. What really happens is you're humiliating them in front of their entire peers. Yeah. And yeah, again, this could be just a bad teacher or it could be a teacher that is actually intending to harm. Like usually when we're talking about bullying, especially when it comes to uh, kid to kid, peer to peer, there has to become bullying. Usually there's an intention to harm. But here it could be a little little grayer in those lines right yeah i guess it's interesting you say that because there's so many times i remember being in college and even in training and other uh, you know adult training or in a manager uh employee situation automatically there's an imbalance of power you've automatically got that happening so so you know one third of our one of our three bullying prevention requirements is happening and what you said is exactly right is it an intention to hurt or is it just bad communication or bad teaching mm-hmm. skills and oh, yeah. um and and you know sometimes it it may be intention to hurt and then that's a different thing if it's bad communication skills i guess as the student you got to just live with it you know yeah. that, that, that maybe i i'm being embarrassed i'm being humiliated 
it's because the teacher's bad. They're just a, not a very good communicator. But it, but sometimes these teachers kind of get mm, get power. They get power, or they get um, some, they get a little overzealous, and or they they get their own yeah. personal reinforcement. They like it. They like making the other student making the students feel bad. Or managers, when we're talking adult to uh, you know uh, in the workplace, a manager might like the power they might like to make their employees feel bad because it makes them feel good mm -hmm. you see this with people with um um you know that that aren't very well developed and they they um have sometimes with people with personality disorders or some other issues they might want to make other people feel feel lesser and that's an intention to hurt so that there's a, there's some reasons why this might be intention to hurt yeah and so they're at I, the first level of morality at that What's yeah. that one guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking. You know what I'm talking about. The first level of morality. Uh, it's it's well, it's it's the first level is you're not doing the the correct thing. Second level is you're doing the correct thing, but only uh, because people expect you to. Third level of is is the stage of morality or something like that. Very smart guy wrote it, but okay. But anyway, we'll, uh, we'll add that. Yeah, we'll yeah, add we'll, this have to, we'll have to add that later. Anyway, um, and then we get to the second level. Of bullying. So after the imbalance of power, which is remind me what exactly that is called. Well, imbalance of power, intention to hurt, and then it's whether it's repeated over time. Mm, there you go. Repeated over time, which is the th well the third part. Intention to hurt is that second part. The repeated thing. So this could be a teacher who repeatedly does not or grades hard on your papers unjustly, repeatedly refuses to see you in office hours or refuses to give you good advice repeatedly humiliates you in front of the entire class and if it's and this happens and i've seen it happen and not all of it's with intention to hurt sometimes but a lot of it is a lot of it is just you're bitter and you don't like this one student or you don't like all of them and you just keep doing it yeah i guess you could be bullying all the students I mean, oh, it could yeah. be the type of teacher or the type of manager. I think this is really important because it could be in a work environment. The The manager could be bullying everybody. It, it could be repeatedly embarrassing, humiliating, sending messages and and not uh, not being a very good manager or being a very good educator um, to, to everybody. And if their intention is to hurt, it's different, I guess. The, the thing is, when we let's talk about solutions in a little bit, but the solution, if they're just bad at it, they're bad, they don't, they're not doing a good job because that's how they were brought up. And, and, um, and they're not necessarily trying to hurt the other person, but they are, right? Yeah. If and that's if what we're talking about. Yeah. If their skill is, if their skill set is so limited that they always sound, like they're embarrassing somebody and they have such a limited skill set that they that's that's how their professor talked to them that's how their manager talked to them they they're very uh or maybe maybe uh they've got other problems in their own life you know they're they're they've got you know horrible life at home they're getting divorced their whole family is their uh, you know family's going terrible and they don't have any money and they, oh, you know, they could have all kinds of other problems and so when people ask questions and they're in a bad mood they snap back at them. So managers could do that too. Oh, that yeah. doesn't mean immediately it's bullying. Although it usually, it's this thing. If it's repeated over time, it's probably not. They're just having a bad day. 
right? Teacher yeah, comes. That's not and, bullying. That's just snapping in someone, which is a problem, but it's not bullying. Yeah, it's a different solution. It's a different problem than um, if a manager's doing a bad job or a manager's having a bad day, a professor's having a bad doing a bad job, professors having a bad day. Um, professors don't always get as much training on how to be a pro teacher and how to educate people as they could. Yeah. Um, we know that because that's, you know, they're part of their job is research. So, and same with managers. Managers don't always get the support they need to be managers. Of course. It, so if it is bullying though, if it is bullying, it puts the person getting bullied into a conundrum because now how do I fix this when it's my boss? How do I fix this when it's my professor? Yeah. If, when we were talking about kids, you had somebody to go to, which was your teacher or your parent. But if it's your boss or your professor, who do you go to? It, and it could be like the department lead or it could be the manager of that manager or something like that. But sometimes there's not those cases, right? Sometimes it's just that is it. That's the highest you can go, well, right? Well, one of the situations, I'll give you a couple scenarios. One situation, let's say you're working for a small company and um, the person you're working for owns the company. Who, who are you going to report? Who are you going to complain about bullying to? You could, you could complain to the uh, human resources director, but the person that owns the company is the one that's bullying you. Yeah, they. You're given a, not many choices in that regard. Yeah, and even if even if it's a more hierarchical company where you're, you the manager has a manager, if you go to the boss of your boss, and they don't handle it well. So you go to your boss's boss and they don't handle it well, you're kind of at risk. And now your boss is going to be upset with you mm -hmm. from then on. You know, if, if you go to your boss's boss and the boss's boss comes down and yells at your boss because they're not necessarily handling it well. Oh, boy. Now work is going to be really pleasant. It's the the consequence of, of like, uh, I don't want to say snitching. Or telling the truth to the to the next level up, right? If you, because then there are consequences, right? Yeah, and it's not always easy. One of the things that I I think that is um, that is uh, um, yeah, let's draw that that out. If you have a boss, boss's boss, boss, and you, this is not always an easy situation. And this could be professor, this could be the dean, something like that, you know, and student like in a college situation, this, this puts you in a really difficult situation. Now, the, here's the secret to this. And the secret is that it's not a secret, that this is a complicated situation. We don't have a magic pill for this situation. That's where a lot of times we get asked this, well, okay, so what do I do? And you, we want to, we, people want us to give them like a one or two line answer and there isn't a one or two line answer one, a one size fits all sort of just yeah so, bare bones yeah, yeah as, no, it, does, it, it doesn't work like that yeah is if we have a magic script you can go to the dean and say well here's the thing i need to tell you and that's going to magically tell this guy to tell the dean to tell the professor to act nice and then the professor is going to automatically act nice to all students from that, then on I, if i had that we'd 
you know, we could solve all the world's problems. We'd have world peace. It, it doesn't work that way. That'd be pretty nice. That I, would be very nice. Yeah, we, everything would be great. We'd make a lot of money off that too. <laughs> Maybe, or we'd all be no, like chill and regular. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. They'd be probably could make a lot of money off that too. But it's it isn't realistic. Now, what could happen is now. Don't get me wrong. We do recommend if it gets severe. Obviously, we would like to be able to talk to the professor. But in a bullying situation, if they're truly intending to hurt, if my manager here's the manager, the boss. If the boss is truly intending to hurt, then this is very difficult to do. Um, the movie Horrible Bosses is a good example of that. Mr. Moody, I know you remember that. I one. actually was thinking about bringing it up, but I, uh, I'm glad you did. Yeah, it's it's not a it's not a PG-13 movie. No, it's really no. a clip from for for the for this show. But if anybody's listening and they've watched that movie, that would be a good example of Horrible Bosses. Those none of those bosses could have been reasoned with or discussed with because no. it's bullying. So what can help everybody from this is understanding the difference between bullying and maybe miscommunication and bad management. Is it bad management, bad teaching, miscommunication, or is it bullying? If it's bullying, this is where you have to first you can identify it and not identify it wrong. In one of our earlier podcasts, we talked about the difference between bullying and conflict. Is it con it's conflict if there's not the imbalance of power? Now you could have imbalance of power with it, but if it doesn't have the three characteristics, imbalance of power, intention to hurt, and repeated over time. If it's not those three things, then you're better off because it's a conflict situation. As long as the other person's reasonable, which may or may not be true, there's situations that may not be true. I mean, if it's your boss, you may have to just do what they want because they have authority. Yeah. yeah. You may not agree your professor. If you don't like the assignment, it's too bad. But if it's conflict, it's a different strategy. So in this case, is it is it you know bad communication? Is it um, a miscommunication or bad? Or I'm sorry, bad. Uh, let's let's call it this. Better way to say this um, is it bad um, skill set? You know, maybe the manager just has a bad skill set. That's not your job as an employee to fix. You can't fix that. It's not, you know, sorry, that's not something you can fix, but at least you can identify that and then work around it. If my manager has a bad skill set, you know, you get a different job if you need to, but you can then understand that and work around it. It's not bullying. If it's a miscommunication, that's something you could work with. Is it, um, is it bullying? Then we know maybe I have to do something else. That's, the first part of resolving the situation. What are the, which of these boxes does it fill in, fit in? And then I can try to figure out what to do. The problem yeah. for many people is, sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just going to say, and I think, I think you would agree with this. One of the major problems and why this is so complex and complicated is that many of the time, especially in work environment, like a professional work environment, or you're in school and you have a professor, it's not necessarily something you could just walk away from. Sure. You you could be your you may need the income. Yeah, it could be yeah. you got the you know whatever working for Tony Stark. I don't know whatever you're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and you can't walk away or you don't or you this is it this is what you want to do or you're a student and you're taking a class and this is the only professor who teaches that class and you need it to graduate you're stuck there and that happens a lot and there's only one professor who teaches a class and you gotta take it so you suck it up yeah, yeah. It, it's so much it's because in you know in a school peer-to-peer it's some you know you can diffuse and you take that person and you go away, but you right. can't really go away. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, yeah, yeah. In one of these built-in imbalance of powers, and you may also be realizing you're stuck there. That's why it's important to know what at least first level is it. They have bad skills. It's a miscommunication, or is it bullying? If it's bullying, then at least then I can try to figure out what the next step is now. What would I do if I go talk to the boss? Now, when we were talking about kids, we talked about the difference between tattling and telling. Believe it or not, this applies here too. If you go to your boss and say, hey, I'm, I've got a whole bunch of bone to pick, a, a bone to pick with my direct boss or the boss's boss. If you go to your boss's boss or you go to the dean of the college and make a big scathing report about your professor, you know, that's going to get your professor in trouble. That's going to get your boss in trouble. Um, they're not going to be very happy with you. So you have to be very careful about how you approach this. And I think the tattling versus telling thing is really important. Am I trying to get help for myself or am I trying to get somebody in trouble? And I know I was talking about kids when I talked about this before, but I don't know about you, Mr. Moody, but when I talk to adults, most of the time when I hear them complain about other people, they want to get the other person in trouble a lot of times. They it's want not to... necessarily something serious, serious is going on. It's just... It could be that it's serious or not, yeah. but when they're mad, they want to tell me why the other person's a jerk. They don't want to, they don't want to just try to help for the, get help for themselves. Truthfully, if it's bad skills or, or a miscommunication, have at it. You can probably tell somebody that they're, they're, a jerk or that they're not very good. But when it's bullying, especially, they were intending to hurt you. They actually were trying to do so. If you really have identified that they were trying to hurt you, you are you have to go to the, the person you're trying to get help from and you have to try to get help. So you have to get help. You don't, you're not, your main objective is not to ask them to get them fired Your main objective isn't to get them in trouble. Your objective is, you know, boss of my boss. I'm having trouble working right now because of these reasons. I would like to have some help in my current work environment. Well, what's going on? This is what's going on. I'm having trouble with this. So now it's an I statement. I'm having trouble. Then at least you'll have more of a shot. Because you weren't going in trying to get the other guy fired. You weren't going in trying to get them in trouble. And you, it still may work that way. Because what you can't control is that the boss's boss isn't also a bad manager and beats this guy up and goes and yells at him. It's unfortunately something you can't control. You can do the best job you can. Same with the dean. You don't know that he's not going to come down and bully this guy, bully the professor, and get him in big trouble. So the, you, it's a delicate situation. The best thing to understand is complicated situations, which is this, are going to have complicated solutions. 
don't expect it to be a simple solution. Step one, figure out what the actual situation is. Is it the three things, intention to hurt, um, imbalance of power obviously is, and is it repeated so you, you can confirm that it's bullying and, or is it one of these other things, bad skills, miscommunication? If it's one of the other things, handle it differently. If it's bullying, then make sure you tell, not tattle like we told the kids. I know that sounds a little sophomoric because we're talking about adults, but make sure you're just communicating with trying to get support and help for yourself. Anything to add there, Mr. Moody? You've been a great help on this. Uh, no, not in particularly. But, well, I would like to say, like, let's go back to earlier. Let's say you're in a small business and your boss is running the business and they're in charge. You can't really tell on somebody. So what would you do in that situation? What would be one of the things that you – what would be one of the things that you could do? Not necessarily the thing that would always work, but one of the things could could, could work potentially. That's a great question. So you've got a boss and you. This is a this is a scenario. It might only be you. It could be could be a two person company. It's the boss and just you're working for a boss, and and that's a that's a not not an uncommon situation. And this guy, you know, look, I I've been in this situation where I've been the boss, and you know, this is a very stressful situation. That doesn't forgive somebody for bullying somebody else. First thing I, we do is it communication. Is it bad skills? A lot of times it's bad skills. This person doesn't know how to how to be the world's best communicator because they're they're worried about making making uh, lawn furniture or whatever the company makes. So understand which of those boxes is it, and what should I do? The rule still applies. When you go to them, you ask for help and support not complain. Help and support. I need, I, I'm having trouble doing my job and I'm, I'm struggling at work because of this. What I would really like is this. I need some help with this. It changes the communication pattern with the boss versus I can't stand it anymore that I've Every time I come to work, you complain that I'm late, but I'm not late. You said that I was late by two seconds. Again, watch the Horrible Bosses movie for an example of that. If you can stand that movie, it's kind of a little bit. It's uh, a little bit on the risque side. Yeah. A but bit it has cool. a lot of really good examples of unescapable situations. Almost Unescapable bad bosses. Yeah. Unescapable bosses. for <laughs> a variety of reasons, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's one a, of them is the small business one. One of them is one of these, and one of right. them is a uh, more of kind of a threatening blackmail sort of thing. And the other one is, you know, it's it's a situation that you can't get out of really, and you just want to. And in that movie, they don't solve them very well. They do not use the they, best. They do not use the best the, solutions. They try to they do, spoil they, a little bit. Spoil they, they do try to kill the their horrible bosses. Um, right. Luckily, it's they don't. Kids. It's yeah, not for kids, so we don't not recommend for kids. it. For uh, yeah. You know, don't watch it with little Jimmy and you Sally. You could watch Office Space, which you could, yeah, you can watch Office Space, but don't don't watch horrible bosses. But you know, if you yourself are of the age and you want to see examples <laughs> of uh, terrible human beings running things. Uh, yeah, now, now those guys, those guys wouldn't have. You could do anything you want with them, and they they're wouldn't unreasonable. Right. You could not go to them and say, "Well, for 
yeah, for again a variety of different reasons. The the bosses are bad in their own different ways. It's not like cop cut and pastes or anything, but but yeah, it, it's 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 bad, right? Yeah, and I'm gonna say this again because it's worth mentioning. Complex problems require complex solutions. So nothing that we're showing in the podcast or going to be in our book or anything like that is going to going to um, be a, a simple solution to a simple to a complex problem. People try to do this. People want simplicity. And I understand that because I'd like simple solutions. I'd like to give you give you guys a cookbook. Do this when somebody's bullying you and it would solve the problem every time. It doesn't work that way. And that's that why two cups of niceness. And uh... yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. Right. Yeah, it doesn't work. We want to make sure that you understand what to do. But the best shot you have is ask for help and support and be in that kind of language instead of um, I can't stand it when you do this and you do that and you do this because that puts people on a defensive in a defensive nature. You've got to change the communication pattern you use with people so that you can hopefully have your best shot at keeping them from bullying. Now, if they're really, truly intending to hurt you, intending to cause problems, this is a decision you'll have to make. That's one of your other options, which is to not work there anymore. But as Mr. Moody said, it might be, maybe it's your dream job. Maybe it's the only type of job. Maybe it's the only place you can get a job in that location and you want to live in that location. So there's a lot of reasons we understand why you may need to, uh, to stay at that job and it may be ideal in every other way. So it's a difficult decision for you to make. Um, it's not as easy as just quit the job if the boss is giving you a hard time. So we want to help you solve that problem. Of course. And this help and support when you're going to your boss is, once again, a diffusing action. Yes. You are not going and escalating this. You go in guns blazing saying, I can't take this anymore when you did blah, blah, blah. Rather, go in there, like you said. I, you know, I have a trouble with this specific thing, completely different reaction. People will be much more willing to help you, even the people who are uh, bad communicators and bad and bullies, in this case, your boss, right? Because you're, yeah. Yeah, very good. Very well said. All right. Well, that with that, we can kind of finish up today. I, I think this has been a really good, uh, really good podcast and a really good summary. All the other stuff that we podcasted about in bullying applies here in the adult situation. Uh, we wanted to take some time with the adult adult bullying to be a little bit more specific because of this very common situation of imbalance of power. Now, one of them that we didn't really address too much, we ought to talk about a little bit. This can happen in peer-to-peer -peer situations, um, and it can also happen within social groups. There could be um, social groups at organizations that... Uh, within uh, church groups, within uh, not the church groups that have bad organizations, but I just, I was just thinking of a group of people um, within uh, well, clubs, within any organization that would ever exist could yeah, have any, any group of people. Oh yeah. Yeah. Any group of people, it can be a husband and wife, a couple. I do a lot of work with couples um, and uh, one of them can have an imbalance of power because maybe they, maybe they make more money than the other one. So now the, the uh, it wouldn't be the boss, and you, it might be the, um, might be the, in the, in the couple situation, it could be the highest, um, the income earner and the, the, you know, the no income earner. And that put, puts an imbalance of power here because, you know, one person earns more money and the other person, you know, doesn't, 
is, is in an imbalanced power situation. Doesn't mean they want to leave the relationship necessarily, but it just means that there's an imbalance of power. So this model has to follow in all these cases. Now, of course, if you can get mediation from a third party, that's also a helpful situation. So I would recommend that in some of these scenarios, but this can be in any kind of group and peer to peer. Um, and so a lot of the things we talked about in the um, in the kids section of our podcast, in our, in our writing here that we're doing in our book, is going to apply in adult bullying prevention. And we can certainly expand on this a little bit later. Anything else to add before we wrap up, Mr. Moody? Uh, no, not not particularly. Okay. But the only thing I guess I would add is that unlike kid to peer to peer, when we talk about kids, it gets a little bit more complex, like you said, when you get older, when you're now an adult, and bullying is now happening when you're an adult. And even in peer-to-peer situations, it doesn't have to be boss to, boss to uh, you know, it could be your fellow coworker who's maybe a little bit more experienced or popular than you. And it still could be the same situation where you can't leave. Absolutely. And yeah. it's not even your boss. That's the problem. It's the, you know, you're a fellow coworkers and maybe they just don't like you. Yeah. With yeah. a kid, with a kid situation, in theory, there's always other parties that are managing the kid, which is a teacher, uh, your parents, there's always governing third parties that it ideally are supposed to watch out for you. So, and in those situations, those teachers who are supposed to watch out for you, kind of have even more power than like your boss when you're at a job because you know you got I mean unions and whatever but you tend to have a little bit more power when you're an adult employee rather than a child who's bullying another child mm-hmm. right because the teacher can go okay you're going to iss you're going to time out you're going you're getting expelled can't really do that with like adults you know what i mean yeah, the the levels of the levels of consequences can be different for kids, and the in in you know nowadays there's some argument that that kids can't get the level of consequence that they used to be able to, and you know it's it's changed over time, but but it, but at the same time you're exactly right that that with kids, in theory there's this shell that's governing the kids, whereas with adults it's kind of a free for all. And built in is almost always this imbalance of power. Even if you're, a, let's say, a consultant and you're an independent contractor and you're, you're um, a self-employed. So you're self-employed, independent contractor. You don't report to anybody. You're your, own, you're your own employee. Well, guess who? What? You've got people that you contract with, that you consult with, and they could absolutely bully you because now if you don't get the work done in time, even though they want stuff that wasn't in the contract and they were, they're being completely unreasonable, you know, what are you going to do? You, you want to get their business and, and they could abuse you. They could, there's all kinds of stories about that. So adult bullying can happen in lots of different ways in lots of different situations. And uh, my mom uh, was a nurse and she could tell stories about the doctors and she was a nurse. She, uh, she was born in the twenties. So she was a nurse would have been in the forties. And so, um, so, you know, can you imagine in that day and age, Doctors were um, not that they're not high status now, but in the 40s, it was a big difference in power. And doctors just ordered nurses around whenever they wanted. So there could be a lot of bullying then, gender difference and status difference in that situation. So it was uh, quite a quite a difference there. So there's a lot of scenarios with adults that the complexity of the power dynamics 
are can be can be huge. And then what do you do? And again, complex solutions require uh, complex problems require complex solutions. And we're not unfortunately solving all this today. But hopefully, in this podcast, we've illustrated how to break down: is it bullying? Is it a communication issue? Is it a bad skills issue? And in all my work with couples, a lot of it's really bad skills. Um, a lot of it's bad communication. A lot of it's bad skills. Most of the time, truthfully, people aren't intending to hurt. But if it is, then you have to use different strategies. So conflict no, resolution rather than well, conflict resolution point. will work. But that conflict resolution will work if it's bad communication. Mm-hmm. Conflict resolution will work if it's bad skills. Conflict resolution strategies won't work if it's bullying, because yeah. now the other person doesn't need to resolve the conflict because they have an imbalance of power. I'm your boss. I don't need to resolve conflict. Just do what I say. So the conflict resolution won't work then. So what you need to do is hopefully get some third party. And if there's no third party, then you're, as we talked about, you're kind of on your own. So in that case, you do the best you can to try to get the bullying to stop. And you've got to work with that person yourself. So it's a more challenging situation. It's like if you're a kid in school, somebody's bullying you and you've got to only deal with that kid. It's a, it's a very difficult situation. And you can't just punch them. And you can't punch them. And you really can't. You can't punch them. Not especially when you're an adult. (laughs) It doesn't doesn't work in any of these situations. it does not. Even though that's what we train people to do. And sometimes people talk about that fondly, like they think that would solve all your problems. It would make things worse. Um, We we do teach people to, we do, we teach a whole bunch of people how to punch really well. And it would work in, in times of serious injury. Or death. If that's the case, that's what you do. But not in these cases because it wouldn't work. Nope. We teach self-defense. We do not teach aggressive attacking. Aggressive as attacking a first step. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, a, we don't teach that because that would be. It would just be bad. It just wouldn't work for anybody, right? Yes. Not sir. you or the bully. Yeah. All right, sir. Well, thank you very much. Right. I really appreciate your time today and great yeah, job no on this podcast. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Have a good one. Okay, sir. Bye-bye.